0: Welcome to the My Town Travels Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to small-town culture and values and the overall travel lifestyle from a small-town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on the My Town Travels Podcast. Today, I have again my husband with me, Jeff. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Where else would I be?
0: Apparently nowhere, because uh, you've been with us for the last couple episodes. So thank you very much for being with us to count down the top 15 cities in the U.S. that was rated by Travel and Leisure. And today we're going to be counting down the top five. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Sounds like you're getting spoiled with me being here all the time.
0: I guess so. So just to kind of recap on where we were, we're going to be counting down the top five today and giving you our opinions on those. Again, this is a list that was put out a couple months ago by Travel and Leisure by their readers. So in case you're wondering how that... All happen basically they put together surveys and things like that and that's where they come up with this list so as far as how I understand it they put this list together based on those people's opinions and that's where it comes from however they are a huge company out of New York so they have nearly five million readers so given that they're a pretty big influencer in the travel world which is why we are going through this list right
1: Well, and they obviously like being in the big city. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there.
0: (laughs) Right. Otherwise, they'd be
1: in some small town you've never actually heard of. And so their focus is a little bit larger scale than what we tend to talk
0: about. It is. and But the reason that we're counting it down also is because ever since COVID, the trend has been to get out of the city, find small towns, and which one of those... which small towns actually have some of the amenities and things like that that people that are leaving the cities what do they want and those types of places have shown up on this list over and over and over again so if you missed the last two episodes on uh part one and part two of this you may want to go back because while we are counting down cities many of them have a small town feel and actually some of them are small towns as well so even though it says cities that we've come across some actual true small towns on this list too so going back through where we started number 15 was nashville 14 san diego 13 asheville north carolina you know i should probably go back and tell you Just in case you didn't know exactly where, what state these were in. I'm sure you do. Nashville, Tennessee. San Diego, California. Asheville, North Carolina. Number 12 is Williamsburg, Virginia. 11 is Austin, Texas. Number 10 is Boston. Number 9, San Antonio, Texas. Number 8, Alexandria, Virginia. 7, Chicago. And number 6... New York City, which is where we left off. So, as we're picking up today, we are going to go to one of one of me and Jeff's just probably favorite places, sort of. Maybe not the city, but the place, Honolulu, Hawaii, number five. What do you have to say?
1: <laughs> well, it's. I mean, Honolulu is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Oahu is considered to be the main island. Um, because it is the commercial center of the Hawaiian Islands. Mm -hmm. And there are some really cool things. You have the Pearl Harbor uh, Memorial area. I mean, Pearl Harbor is right there just on the west side of Mm -hmm. Honolulu. On the east side, they did open up Diamond Head. You can go up and hike that, which previously you weren't allowed to. Mm -hmm. Waikiki Beach, which is always, whenever they show a beach in Hawaii, it's either going to be somewhere in Maui or it's going to be Waikiki Beach. Right. Which is an absolutely beautiful beach. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no question about that.
0: Except you're going to have to walk over some homeless people.
1: Mm, Several.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, let's be serious. I love Hawaii. And as far as the... (sighs) romance around Hawaii and many people are probably thinking oh my gosh Hawaii like maybe I'll never make it there but honestly Hawaii is a place that it's not commercialized I mean obviously yes Honolulu is commercialized in fact my first take of Honolulu when I first saw it was oh my gosh there's like this sprawling city like all of these towers coming out of the ocean (laughs) That's how I felt when we first flew over it. It's just the craziest thing because you're flying over ocean forever. And then out of nowhere, you kind of see, you know, these like the towers coming out of the the skyscrapers, like coming out of the ocean. It's just the craziest thing. But there are many iconic things, like you said, that make Honolulu a place that you, you really should visit. And even though it is a big city, you're going to get that small town feel in a lot of places um especially from the surfer culture there's all kinds of hot spots all around that that you can find and also you get out of the city and go over to like the cultural center we loved that that was a really cool experience
1: yep and then i mean just Oahu itself these are islands each island is a county so if, when you think about it, so while we're talking about Honolulu specifically, the surfer culture, you go up to the North Shore is where you get all the big waves that they talk about, have all the surfer competitions up on the North Shore of Oahu. And then, but like you said, with the, the Waikiki, you know, like any big city and honolulu is huge it is absolutely huge it is backed up bumpered up you think la is bad we met people when we were there that are from la and they're like it's way worse here and people will tell you there's more cars than there is road it's an island you can only have so many roads and when everybody wants to be in the in the big city it can take you 45 minutes to go like Ten miles, right, so, or more, mm-hmm. depending on the time of day, they really do ticket you for jaywalking because they're trying to keep the traffic flowing down the main roads down Waikiki Beach and all that, mm-hmm. so you need to stop and wait for that crosswalk don't pretend that it's not there, but the the homeless problem, which has been exacerbated by the fact that they have uh, Drug issues going on, sadly, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, that's not something new. If you've ever right. watched Dog the Bounty Hunter, I mean, right. he's based out of Oahu, yep. or at least he was, point being. And that's, the, you always hear him talking about ice as the problem. That's the, the drug of choice amongst that culture. Yeah. And a lot of these really nice shelters along Waikiki are just filled with homeless people Mm -hmm. and it's still a beautiful beach but it's starting to get a little trashy unfortunately but it's if you want to see the hawaii experience there's a lot of really cool stuff there but i would also say that if you want to know what a big city in the tropics looks like
0: honolulu's it it. (laughs) but if
1: you want to experience hawaii
0: go to the big island you,
1: you Honolulu isn't the place you can there's lots of small towns throughout the islands
0: tons and and even the bigger areas too I mean when we were in, uh, in Kauai we went to Waimea Canyon which is So under I don't know why we don't hear more about this canyon. It's amazing And then uh, you know, we could go on and on about each island and the different things you can do there So just in case I haven't I'm not sure if I've ever shared this on the podcast before or not But Jeff and I actually met in Hawaii So that's why it's so near and dear to our hearts and we know a lot about it and we try to go back as often as we can So I will go more into that on another podcast because honestly we should dedicate an entire podcast just to going over the Hawaiian Islands and why you should not miss them for small towns because it's it's amazing and we love it and again Honolulu there are some things that you need to look out for just like in any big city but you can find some of the small town stuff there too but really as far as just the destination it has some amazing things that you don't want to miss
1: Absolutely. And you can, if you want to go, hey, it's worth checking out, but I don't want to stay there. Oahu still has plenty of places just outside of Honolulu. If you want the big city, you've got it there.
0: Yep. And just one last tidbit, and then we'll move on. One of the readers here put that there's so much to do and there's never enough time. That's absolutely true for any of the islands. So I definitely would recommend that if you're going to take a big trip, like to Hawaii, you can do these kinds of things on a budget your biggest thing is going to be the plane cost but you need to take two weeks you you cannot do hawaii in a week i wouldn't even try um if there's so many things to do and the amount of time it takes to get there and get back you really need to have a full two weeks to experience it no matter which island you choose or if you decide to island hop they have that available too so, anything else to add
1: just make sure if you are going to do that your baggage and stuff like that you know you get like 50 pounds a bag or whatever Mm -hmm. when you go with certain airlines for your first bag once you get to hawaii and island hop you may not have those same things when you get on hawaiian airlines have ran into it's like oh yeah under 50 pounds first one's free and then you go to hawaiian airlines to go to a different island and it's like nope it's got to be under 25 and now you're paying extra baggage fees so just make sure you think about that if you are going to island hop Or be prepared, ship your stuff, however you want to handle it. Just know that that can happen.
0: Absolutely. So moving on to number four, Savannah, Georgia, another one of our favorites. So the great thing about Savannah is its location. So we are huge Hilton Head area fans. And just that whole area, just popping back over to South Carolina for a second, the reason that Savannah is so cool is because you just are across the river from hilton head so pretty much i mean it's it's not far it's not far so it's really nice because if you're trying to fit some more extras on your trip this is a great one to be able to see a lot of history and get a lot of that great small town feel all those things with savannah probably my favorite thing that we did in savannah and we can go over the history in just a moment with oh was the our booze and brews tour i got that one out good
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was uh led by you know a a young kid and uh you had you could stop we basically it was like bar hopping um but then they talked about all the the ghost stories i mean it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be one of the most haunted places in the country Mm -hmm. if you're into that kind of stuff if you're not it then you don't have to really participate in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you are into that, it's supposed to be one of the highest uh, uh, populated or population density of that whole um, activity or paranormal activity, that kind of stuff going on. And they tell you stories as you go along. They talk about how now parking lots that have been put over top of old graveyards and you know uh, old uh, fish tails and. All kinds of different stuff. In fact, one of the big network TV shows, I don't remember which one, was filming at one of the bars that we were in when we went there to end. They were actually taking up the basement and doing something when they were telling us one of these creepy stories and all that kind of stuff. And so it was fun. They encouraged you to keep your cameras rolling as we walked past graveyards and all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah, that was interesting.
0: Well, and for those of you that don't know, Georgia in particular has a very welcoming atmosphere for filming and and different shows and things like that so there's a lot of people that now just go to Canada because it's a lot cheaper to film but in the U.S. Georgia is just a big hot spot and Savannah in particular because it's so idyllic and it just has wonderful weather and beautiful scenery and um, you know you may recognize Savannah from that iconic scene well, scenes in Forrest Gump the entire time that he's sitting on the bench talking to people. That is, what is the square called? Just left my head. But right there, it's basically like one of the main... Kind of little square but it's areas. But that happens
1: every single block. Like right. those same yeah. benches, you'd be hard pressed to know which one he was on, except I believe there is actually a plaque or a there little indicator yeah. marker on that particular bench where they filmed it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you just go block to block to block, and that's part of the nature, the feel that they had. And you talked about the history. I mean, we're from Ohio, and you have William Tecumseh Sherman, the general during the Civil War who went across Georgia and... In some places, they still can't stand the guy, but he didn't burn down uh, Savannah. And that was one of the things that preserved a lot of its history was, as they talk about the burning of the South that uh, Sherman did, Savannah was one of the places that he spared.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so there's a lot of that culture and history that remained, a lot of those old buildings and things like that that weren't damaged the way that many of the other cities along that route were. Lost some of that mm-hmm. as a result of the wartime efforts and things like that, so
0: and again when i we always talk about population on this show because it makes a huge difference. You know the population of a of a place is how you are going to figure out the best small towns to go to, and Savannah has a population of one hundred and forty five thousand roughly so I mean when you 're talking big cities i mean it 's a bigger city in the south, but it 's still pretty tame as far as how many people actually live there and they have a very big tourist culture now and but i mean it, and
1: you have it's some touristy, main drags but, not, but it doesn't not a
0: bad tour it's not it's not touristy in the like when you go to the beach <laughs> and there's like a tourist drag you know it's not you're not going to find that in savannah but you're going to find unbelievable southern hospitality everywhere you go it doesn't matter what restaurant it doesn't matter you know, what block you're walking down to go to the boutique shops and things, you're going to find tons of hospitality because that's what this city runs on, really.
1: Well, yeah, and you will find those more densely populated areas, heavier traffic and all that kind of stuff on the main drags. But you just go a couple blocks over and you have a lot of things to still see. And then they have the Savannah College of Art and Design, which is very uh, well known for um, putting out a lot of the different uh Well, art, obviously. (laughs) Art and design. I guess I don't need to explain that really. When it's in the name, you kind of get your own mental picture here. All
0: you creatives go to Savannah. But yes, it's a very prestigious program. In fact, we knew somebody that worked really hard to get into that program. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah so anyways yes it is definitely needs to be on this list it's a wonderful small town feel great place on the river to go and visit and there's lots of great places to stay and again lots of other things in the area i mean if you want to go to the beach you can (laughs) from savannah it's not on the beach but just head on over to hilton head and there you are okay everyone i think this is a great place to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back You're invited to experience Tuscarawas County, Ohio. Whether you're enjoying the rolling hills of Amish country, strolling through our historic villages, or exploring our one-of-a-kind museums and attractions, we're sure you'll discover why visitors keep coming back time after time. Conveniently located along I-77 in Northeast Ohio, Tuscarawas County is just a short drive from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or Columbus. And be sure to check out our all-new Destination Learning Magazine, the perfect guide for virtual and homeschooling families. Visit traveltus.com, that's Travel, com to learn more. So, moving on to number three. Now, this is one that we, we it has been on our list for a very long time. So Santa Fe has just been one of those places we have, for some reason, it just keeps, it keeps getting pushed down our priority list and it, it, we don't want it to, we, we just, we want to go and explore Santa Fe. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been on the list, haven't been able to make it out there. Uh, a lot of, a lot of history, um, even foreign auto manufacturers are naming vehicles after the place. I mean, right. come on now. <laughs> so yeah, I mean if you're into the into the movies and tv shows if i remember correctly a lot just santa fe and the surrounding area um the show that i think started on a and netflix bought the longmire i think it was mm-hmm. actually filmed in santa fe and the surrounding areas uh to be as a backdrop for wyoming um and uh and yeah i mean every every everyone we've talked to that's been to santa fe has been like you have to go check it out unfortunately i don't have any firsthand experience with the place uh, but it's, you know, obviously it's ranked number three on uh, the travel and leisure stuff. And at this point, I can't say whether it is or isn't, but everyone, like I said, I've talked to said, you got to check it out. So,
0: mm-hmm. well, some of the things that the readers are praising it for is things that are known again, all over, you, you always have your main things in the city, the Giorgio Keefe Museum, the Loretta Chapel, excuse me, Loretto Chapel, and one thing that I've been looking into recently, not just for areas like Santa Fe, but just in the South in general, well, in the Southwest in general, is their ski areas. They are really starting to promote ski areas in the Southwest more than I realized was even a possibility. And that's one of the things that um, is kind of being praised on this list, too, is that the Santa Fe Santa Fe Ski Basin is supposed to be a wonderful destination and is growing in its popularity so
1: absolutely so as a as I get, well, when I was young and I could still snowboard, now it's, the joints hurt a little bit more than they used to, but for the kids anyway, certainly something going out west versus uh, going out east for uh, snow activities is certainly a different uh, animal. So mm-hmm. anyone that's into ski, snowboard, winter activities, you know the snow out west is that powdery fine stuff that's really cool, different than the wet eastern snows.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you're just, you're going to get, so going back again, I I am always harping on the population, but people need to know the population of Santa Fe is 84,000, which is another reason why we keep getting emails and people telling us like, you need to go to Santa Fe because for all intents and purposes it's a small town. (laughs) I mean, we do, we travel to places that go up to 50,000, 25,000 is the sweet spot for our small towns usually. But if you're under well under 100,000, you're, you're going to have that city center that really feels like a small town. And in Santa Fe, you've got all this beautiful Spanish structure. It's, it was originally a Spanish colony, you know, so you're going to have just that really cool experience that you're not going to get anywhere else except for Santa Fe. So I think that that's one of the reasons that we are just going to have to make it there very, very soon. I, did I make you quiet? I, I said too much there?
1: I, you said it all. What else could I be said?
0: said? Okay. <laughs> so moving on to number two, and... Jeff, I'm going to let you take this one. Number two on the list is New Orleans. Which
1: saddens me. It really does. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. It's, Let's just be honest. Well, be I, honest. So,
1: they're, they're often associated with Mardi Gras, the French Quarter, all this kind of stuff. There is mm-hmm. such an amazing creole uh, and cultural, the music component, the food, the, the atmosphere. So many things that makes sense why it would be in the list. It, mm-hmm. Those things are true.
0: Because it's so unique.
1: It is. It, it's an experience unto itself. It's easy to say, well, one big city is like any other big city. You're going to have your museums, you're going to but but there really is this massive cultural impact that New Orleans has always had. The reason this saddens me is It almost feels like it's a nostalgia listing as opposed to a current listing Mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is ever since the Hurricane Katrina came through and devastated the area, so many people, either uh, by force or by choice... Vacated their homes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's still in disrepair or abandoned, things like that. If you've seen the areas, and I get that it's not necessarily all the downtown. It's but it's the outskirts. It's right, part of right. the history and the culture but of New Orleans. But you need to New tell Orleans.
0: travelers what's going on.
1: Absolutely, and you know the crime has kicked up significantly, which is extremely sad. Yeah, but it's true. Yep they literally are having place in like major chains. Starbucks is pulling and closing stores. That was something listed
0: this week, right? Within the last seven days, that yeah, article came out. This,
1: the month of September, we'll yeah. go that far.
0: Sorry, uh, I interrupted you. Restate that. That's okay.
1: Just this, the crime, you know, Starbucks, major companies are pulling and closing down stores. They just, you know, take the unfortunate title of being the highest murder per capita rate. So, God. you know, Again, are, is this going to affect you directly? Probably not, but the fact that this is where things are going with this town is unfortunate, and and I think there are some people that are very much want to see the history and the culture and stuff return but it just hasn't. Yeah. And and unfortunately, with the way things are and dealing with the inflation and just cost of living, all the things are kind of against it right now, and it makes it really unfortunate to, to go there. And so I could not recommend going there at this time simply because of all these external factors, which is sad. Pre-Katrina, in a heartbeat, I think we'd endorse that, even as non-big-city people. Mm-hmm. And yet right now it's deeply saddening but there's also i can take it from the other side and say there's opportunities if this is somewhere that you're near or want to volunteer help out there's clearly opportunity here to try to bring back and restore and hopefully like a lot of the small towns that you visit you can see a resurgence hopefully come Uh, at some point in the future I don't know that that's really underway I know people are trying but it's it it doesn't seem that it's taken hold it looks like it's still on the downswing at the moment Mm -hmm. Uh, but hopefully that will recover and we'll be able to restore and bring back that heritage and that culture that made it the the unique place that it once was
0: definitely well and I agree with you I like your little quote there of a nostalgia listing (laughs) Because it's true, there are so many unique things culturally that I can understand why why it would even make the list every year. But right now, I'm not sure it's a good time for people to travel. And that, and like you said, that saddens me because they, in order to to bounce back, you're going to need people to come and travel. However, people aren't going to come back if they go and things are not. What they're expecting so make sure that you do your homework before you travel to New Orleans if it is on your list and like Jeff was saying hopefully we'll see a resurgence in New Orleans in the future but I do think that this should not have been on the list this year I really I really do feel that way because if you are influencing people to travel there right now I I'm sorry you know it probably shouldn't be on the list yep So. All right, moving on to number one, another southern city that we absolutely love and keep going back to, Charleston. Well, see,
1: that's not fair for you. Why? Well, because it's another Carolina, so you're automatically going to say, oh, it's perfect.
0: No, that's not fair. You're going to make people think I'm biased. <laughs> oh, like you're not biased. Come on okay. now. Okay, well, I'm only biased because the Carolinas are, are have some of the most charming towns in the country, and they're... In my backyard. I live in Ohio, but we all know that the Carolinas is an extended backyard of Ohio, right? I mean, <laughs> <kind> when <of. laughs> you're traveling
1: down the highways in the Carolinas, I think half the plates are Ohio plates, yes. It's so it's, true. they certainly, the Carolinas certainly market <laughs> to the Ohio crowd to uh-huh. go, hey, Come to the beach, come enjoy what we have to offer. That's and, certainly right, true.
0: Right, and I am, I am absolutely not ashamed to say I am in that list. I, <laughs> I, am, I am one of those people that has been inundated. But Clearly, no. <laughs> you kept
1: saying go to Savannah and never mind, go back to Hilton Head. Okay,
0: I did not. I just wanted to make sure people knew how close it was. I just find that a huge marketing opportunity, that's all. So, okay, so number one is Charleston, and it's been on this list many times, and for very, very good reason. Again, I will get my population stuff off my chest right away. Charleston has a population of 137,000, which sounds appropriate if you've been there. I would say that it probably does feel about that, but one of the things that... If you're a
1: small-town person, it does feel like a city.
0: Yes. That is true, but one thing that the reason it made this list from one of the readers or one of the quotes that was on here has to do with the walkability of Charleston, and the walkability, I think, is a big deal in Charleston for getting that small-town feel because you there are a lot of places that you can walk and down by the Battery area and that just have that... Uh, Feeling. You know what it reminds me, <laughs> you know? as far as the
1: walkability and just the blocks that are accessible mm-hmm. if you 've ever been to Key West, Key West has a lot of that yeah. old town key West feel yeah and there's there's a similarity between them. i mean they're not their culture's no, different. Very the, different the architecture's I, I different what you're all that saying. stuff, yeah. but as far as that like comfort to just go down any road and you're going to be they're you know they're nice they 're clean they're open you know all that stuff, it reminds me a lot of that just on a much larger scale
0: yeah. So this is a true antebellum area that they have preserved. You're going to have gaslights. You know, I mean, they are known for preserving their history in a way that just makes you feel like you're a little bit transported. So you've got the cobblestone streets, and you've got the, the like I said, the gaslights, and then they have, they are now known for their horse-drawn carriage rides. I mean, that they have going all the time. I mean, it's just... It has a it's it's a little bit touristy in that way, except that it's not done it's not done in a touristy way. It's done in a this is who we are, and when you come to visit, you just get to be a part of it. That and it's, big open it's really
1: air cool. mall, the fountains, the kids are running through all the time. Yeah,
0: actually, we yeah we have a picture of that on our website. I mean, even though it's a little bit bigger than a normal small town, it's such a great small town photo. Of, you know the kids playing in the fountain at my kids <laughs> you know I mean it it really is just a place that when you think about it a lot about it's a lot like Hawaii in that way that it stays with you in except that you don't have to stay there for several weeks and you don't have to fly over part of an ocean to get there if you live in the US so you kind of just have that nostalgic feeling after visiting Charleston that I think is really what makes people go back because it just, it stays with you. It's so heartwarming. (laughs) It's making me want to go back right now. It's been a while. So any, anything else to add?
1: Just the old Southern charm. It's, it's worth checking out again. If you're a small town person, it will feel like a big city. Mm -hmm. But having said that it's, it's navigable You can park your car, you can walk to most things, and Mm -hmm. if you don't want to go there, then you just move your car somewhere else and then you access uh, the areas that are within walkability to you there. And so you just Mm kind of like move from section to section.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first time we visited, I'd say it feels like a, a small town with a lot more people. Because you can really walk to everywhere. We did a lot of the small-town type of things. We walked down by the water, again, by the battery park. And they had people making the... um, I still have it on my dresser. You know, they have people making those flowers out of the... um, Palm leaves. The palm leaves, Mm -hmm. yeah, there. And, you know, there's just some fun things like that. Like, just enjoy it. Take your time. Walk downtown. I mean, but what I was getting to with this comment was they are very... Um, they, a lot of the churches in this town have preserved their churches that have been there for hundreds of years too. So we went to a church service while we were there and it was wonderful. And, you know, so there's, there's a lot of, actually we were there on Easter Sunday. We were. So now that I'm thinking about it, because I remember I specifically got a dress for Easter Sunday that made me feel like I was going to be in the South on Easter, (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and every time I look at that dress, I think, oh, it's my Charleston dress. So anyways, there, there are some really fun things like that. Again, I can't say enough good things. It it deserves to be number one on the list. It makes a lot of sense. It is a city, but it, for us, it definitely has that small town feel. Absolutely. So again, thank you everyone for listening. This is actually going to wrap up season two for us on the My Town Travels podcast. So we encourage you to come back to listen to a whole new slate of what we got coming on for season three that will be coming up in a few weeks here. So hopefully you will be coming back and hearing all the new theme that we've got for season three and new interviews and things like that. So thanks so much for listening to the My Town Travels podcast and we hope that you'll be back soon thank you for listening to today's episode for more information on the towns we visit go to mytowntravels.com to learn how to be a guest on the show or to sponsor an episode navigate to our podcast page where you can see more information on guests listen to more episodes and submit guest requests it all starts at mytowntravels.com Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to small town culture and values and the overall travel lifestyle from a small town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective. Bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective. Bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective. Bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small-town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective. Bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Welcome to the My Town Travels Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective. Bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns.